So, Rodrigo, I hear you're deathly afraid of clowns. I wouldn't say necessarily deathly afraid. I definitely would say I'm kind of scared of them, and more than anything, I find them disturbing. Well, I'm a grown man, and master of all my emotions and feelings, and I'm, I'm not afraid of clowns, so... That's good for you. I know that there are plenty of people scared of clowns, and I think that with uh, Halloween coming up, this would be a good thing to talk about in terms of things that creep people out. Yeah, and and and, and real quick, uh, so I, I took an informal poll and I talked to my base. I talked to some people at work, and they they were, they find clowns creepy. And uh, so I asked my my oldest son Jack. He's eight years old. I asked him. I was like, Jack, what what do you what do you think of clowns? And 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 then he repeated it in front of you the other day when we were, I'm when we were, to laugh we were talking. Out here. It was hilarious. But yeah, and I asked. I was like, "What do you think of clowns?" He's like, "Well, clowns. You can't. You can't trust a clown." I was like, "What do you mean you can't trust a clown?" And he's. I was like, "Why? Well, why can't you trust a clown?" And sure, like he deadpans to me. He says, "They may have a knife in their pocket." That's my godson. He's super genius. Very smart little kid. And but what, he I was like, Jack, it. why? Wait, wait, how? Where do you go from? Clown to knife and pocket. Like I didn't. I was asking him where. Like how did this this happen? Why would my eight year old son, who has had limited to no exposure to clowns, think that clowns carry knives? Because little kids are honest and the best judges of characters. <laughs> period. And it well, I think I didn't ask him what he thinks about me. Take a little kid to see so, that clowns suck. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Apparently, clowns are a little freaky, but that's what we're going to get into today. But first, we want to just, uh, as as you say, we had a... Digital revolution. First digital off, revolution. again, this is Alternative History. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is our first episode since we've had what I refer to as our digital revolution. If you heard our first five episodes, all we had was an email account and a Twitter account. Since then, we are we are awesome now. All of a sudden, yeah, we uh, we have a Squarespace website at alternativehistorypodcast.com. Um, if you're listening to this, you're obviously somewhat aware of it because that's where we're hosting all of our podcasts. But you can also find them on Google Play, iTunes, iTunes. Brian um, Brian's been doing all the work on the web page and on the logos. He also set us up with RSS feeds, so you can subscribe that way. Uh, as you are well aware, we have Twitter. We have an Instagram account. We haven't really done much with it. We plan to. Don't worry. We'll get on that one, too. As yeah, I that say, one's kind of on the back burner. We, all of a sudden, like, we really had a good idea with this podcast. We really wanted to work on it. We just didn't know exactly what steps we were doing, so we might have gone out of place. Now we're trying to get our ducks in a row, if you will. Yeah, basically what we did, and we kind of mentioned in episode zero, we just we, we, we were recording podcasts, and we are like, well, we'll just tell everyone on Twitter we got a podcast and on Facebook, right? So we, we kind of started out like in the dark ages of of technology, uh, you know, social media wise. Because I be, like before we started doing this, I just had a Facebook account that I rarely used. Exactly. And after this, and no. I, I had a Twitter account that I would mainly just try to harass Justin Bieber every now and then. Other oh, clowns like that. Yeah, clowns. Yeah, and uh. uh and and so we, we we had to do some catching up while we were dropping the, the first five episodes. We got the website through Squarespace. Yep. That was actually rather easy to, to build. So thanks to the good people at Squarespace for making something that's good enough for a old dog to learn some new tricks. Exactly. Um, and then and then we went from there. And then we figured out it took forever to figure that out. Uh, iTunes out, but we got that figured out, and then it took like two seconds to figure out Google Play. To tell you something, 
or whatever. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so like we said, we got we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on iTunes, on Google Play, and and the website. And so, if you've been listening to us, you know what we do here at Alternative History. We provide you a topic, and then we decide if that topic merited a different result, different perception, essentially an alternative history. Correct. And so, before we get started on this week's topic, which we have already alluded to, is clowns. I do want to shout out one of the podcasts that we listen to or that I listen to regularly because I'm about to copy one of their things, kind of. Uh, I like the show My Favorite Murder. Uh, they have this thing called Corrections Corner. Again, I don't want to bite them too hard, so I'm going to say wishes, as in things I wish I would have done in the first five episodes. First, I'll say that Brian and I have referred to an alternative universe in the first two episodes, and then we kind of haven't talked about it since. This is something that we're going to discuss in the future, I think we're going to add it to our webpage. It'll be something a little interactive, something you guys can look at in the future. We haven't gotten to it yet, but we will refer to it again, and we will develop it a little bit down the line. Yeah, I mean, we're going to create an alternative universe, but we got to create more than five episodes, episodes. of content exactly. first. And, we were, when we, and then when we were recording the first five episodes, we were just kind of super excited that we were doing this. And I'm like, oh, hey, we're going to do all this. We're going to do that. And then we're like, oh, wait. It, okay, no, maybe Brian's right. Brian's right. For me, as someone who pretends to be an artist, this has been a lot of fun. Like, it's been a really cool experience, and, and it's just learning all kinds of new stuff. And so we're taking you along with us on this journey. The other thing I wish I would have done on the first episode, I wish I would have said tickets for the jazz singer cost 50 cents and not $50. I'm sure y'all could have figured that out, but still felt stupid when I heard it. Uh, I wish I would not have started singing during the Brewers episode. Cause I think Yeah, that, me too. Yeah, that I was... Think we lost, you know, two just of our dozen of listeners. Not that even we have. on that episode, just in general, general. You probably should just not sing. Yeah. In that baseball episode, I also said some shit like uh, something like players not winning World Series in other sports. Obviously, I meant not winning World Championships in other sports. And the biggest regret I have goes back to that Brazil episode. I wish I would have said, due to a series of lucrative cable contracts and lucrative preseason touring packages to North America and Asia. The financial playing field has become unbalanced, and thus the actions on real playing fields has now tilted and probably permanently in Europe's favor. Had I said that, Brian probably wouldn't have taken a nap, and we wouldn't have lost our other three or four of our dozens of listeners. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> uh, dozens and dozens. One thing that Brian brought to us when we first started doing this, and I wish we could, I wish I would have referred to it more because it might have framed my arguments a little bit better, but we do thank you guys for listening. I'm sure that some people have left us, people are coming back. I just wish I was a little more concise. But we had some, like, ideas as to, you know, what the parameters were for, for an alternative history topic. Like, you know, say, did they lose something? Did they, was it cut before their time? Was it ahead of its time? Was it, you know, did it really suck when it wasn't, well, did it get a better reputation than it deserved? Something like that. We had, like, parameters in place and we just stopped kind of going to them. And I wish I could stay with them because I, could, I know I could argue my points a little better. Going forward, I will try to continue stay more on task. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, there's parameters, but like I said, they weren't like super like serious parameters, but I'm just trying to like keep us. I'm trying not to be, I'm it hasn't become obvious yet. It's pretty obvious that <laughs> the whole podcast is just a ruse, ruse for us to be able to talk about what we like to talk about. But <laughs> we're flying with so I have one correction I would like to, to address. So I wish I hadn't have said that uh, in the first episode that Harry Shear is Homer Simpson's voice. That, is, in fact, is Dan Castellaneta. Exactly. I said it right. And practiced the, that like five times before we went <laughs> we started, started recording this. So... The very last one I have... Uh, well, the only other thing I have is that I wish is that I wish my voice didn't sound like diarrhea and vomit had a baby. 
<laughs> that's what my voice sounds like to me. I don't think it's that bad. But, but I hear what you're saying. And the very last one, we are perfectly aware that we swear too much. I'm not promising that I will not be swearing so much more, or will continue to stop swearing, but I will try to swear a little less, not because I necessarily care about offending people, but I think of my grandmother, and I'm sure that my grandmother would be like, yeah, you guys are doing a really good show, but I can't listen to you guys who swear all the time. So yeah, I, I mean, work on it. I'm going to try just the swear in the heat of passion, which is probably going to happen a lot, just because I... Well, when I can't think of something to say, I just, you know, I say fuck. I curse all so, the time. Like, it's just yeah. part of who I am. So, we will try to be less offensive. So, without further ado, that being said, this week's topic on alternative history is a little different than we normally do. Yeah, we're doing, we're gonna, we're, we're talking about an entire population of people, clowns, really, right? Uh, so, we're not, we're, I guess we're gonna look at the perception of clowns. So, Correct. So there's the, there's the perception, as Brian alluded to earlier, that clowns are scary or creepy. Yeah. I think the thesis you're proposing is that they are not. Well, I, we're just we're just saying, uh, yeah, like the the yeah the thesis of this episode is clowns are not scary, inherently. Very good. Then let's I'll let you start. Go ahead. Let me know what well, you got. So I just did some research on clowns. So let's just just a brief, real broad stroke history of of clowns. So. Clowns or clown-like individuals have been around for a very long time. Uh, 2500 BCE, they had pygmy clowns in Egypt that would entertain the pharaohs. Uh, Native American cultures had uh, clown-like characters. Uh, imperial, they were around in imperial China, ancient imperial China. Uh, you saw them in ancient Greek and Roman societies. And uh, around the Middle Ages, they morphed into what's uh, called a court jester, which is basically like a clown but uh just the I, I i guess you know pretty much like a clown without the makeup maybe most folks have seen the medieval, most people see in the medieval shows yes i think they all know what jesters are but yes you're right yeah. they're, they're essentially so, clowns but not clown makeup so uh early 1800s this guy named uh, joseph grimaldi who we'll talk about more in depth later he uh he's thought of possibly as as the father of the modern clown he you know was one of the first people to put uh, white makeup on um, he had a clown named Joey uh, late 19th century very creative by the way <laughs> late 19th century uh, clowns uh, become a mainstay in circus acts uh, uh, hobo clowns become popular around the United States um, two things first off you know circuses suck and second the name you just said hobo clowns just think about that continue please Yes, I love the hobo life. Just saying. Stabbing folks with my hobo knife. That was from The Simpsons. That's from so the Simpsons. just, you know, full disclosure, I didn't make that up. Uh, so hobo clowns become popular. Hobo clown is basically a, a clown with a sad face, a five o'clock shadow, tattered clothes. Uh, you know, hobo-ish. Uh, around the 1950s and 60s, clowns kind of morph into this silly character that uh, to, designed to entertain children. Uh, kind of think Krusty the Clown sober, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the, the Bozo the Clown is the big one. That's the one that I remembered and the people that I talked to about clowns in preparation for this. Though that He was mentioned a plethora of times. Um, and Ronald McDonald was created in the 60s. So, and he's, like, if, you, if you were a kid growing up in the 70s or 80s, a Ronald McDonald was like on that bench in there and you would sit next to him on your birthday and eat a cheeseburger. As I'm not sure how many people go to McDonald's regularly, but yes, 
the whole Ronald McDonald thing has been phased out a little bit, but uh, his first television yeah. appearance was in 1963. Uh, I think we're going to talk about this in the future, but uh, he was created by Willard Scott. Willard Scott, yeah. The, the famous weatherman. Weatherman. Who yeah. also created Bows of the Clown. Really? Uh, I was researching. and well, they, He was listed on, on this famous clown website that I was uh, perusing. So he, he was working for some talent agency. He was uh, he was Bozo Clown. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, how was it? He, he stopped doing Bozo the Clown for a little bit. And it was still, like you say, a clown. His, he had something better come up. <laughs> his talent agency came up with Ronald McDonald. Okay. So there was controversy as to who created Ronald McDonald. Either Willard Scott or this talent so agency. So he was kind of he was caught between two clowns and had to decide. And then he decided to go the weather route, which I mean, I could see it's a natural progression from clowning to to the weather. I mean, it's all it sounds like you know what you're talking about. It's anyways. all garbage. Yeah, <laughs> you're it's making all, shit up. Yeah, but, right. uh, being foolish. But uh, I read somewhere in my research, I came across this. Uh, Ronald Mc, Ronald McDonald is second only to Santa Claus in terms of recognition. And according to one survey, 96% of all school children in the United States of America recognize Ronald McDonald. Remember that. I'm going to come back to that later. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I didn't ask him. I, I mentioned Ronald McDonald to, to Jack. He likes McDonald's. Um, loves McDonald's, I should say. But uh, he uh, he didn't seem to, to really associate McDonald's and the deliciousness that is their greasy burger <laughs> with, with Ronald McDonald. He, he thinks it's delicious. Well, and that's because you and I, we grew up in that era of McDonald land, right? Where there was like the Hamburglar and Grimace and yeah, all that yeah, junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been phased out because, you know, it just had... We, we should be talking about the Hamburglar. That dude was creepy. His head was a fucking cheeseburger. I mean, like an anthropomorphic cheeseburger or some shit like that, right? That shit's creepy. If he would have come near me, I just would have ate him. He'd been fine. Right? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, and so Ronald McDonald in the 60s, like you say, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, and then, uh, and you, we were talking about this earlier, and you, you were disputing it a little bit, but broad strokes here. 1986, it comes out, and this, from what I my research showed me, it was basically where the tide turned for clowns to, you know, silly, funny, McDonald's, Bozo the Clown kind of kid stuff to... Uh, to killer clowns. I not that we're, I, I was trying, I wasn't trying to argue. It's more I, I was debate point. There was a gradual lead up to that, but exactly. nineteen eighty six and it kinda solidified it. The reason that the stamp the on reason it. I hesitated to agree with you on that was because it was a novel. You know what I mean? If, if it was a movie at that time in nineteen eighty six, we would be in the same page. But I yeah, don't think all that sure. many people watched yeah. that I mean read the book. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it was in the point. pop culture. It was in the pop culture yeah. and just before that, uh Poltergeist had come out in nineteen eighty two. Which has a terrifying, <laughs> terrifying clown. You showed scene. me that, and I, I hadn't seen that movie in years, and I, I, I remembered it vaguely. You obviously remembered it very well. Great. And and then we also discussed that when we were kids, we were watching shit Stuff that we, we had no business watching, like Poltergeist, when we were like. I was too little to watch that show. Exactly. So, I guarantee you, if Jack watched Poltergeist, that he he would be he would be in some kind of like in a catatonic state <laughs> that would we would have like to get, use smelling salts to get him out of. But Exactly. So I think there's a combination of things and it's just the first part of these three things. So to your point, It, the movie Poltergeist, and then John Wayne Gacy was executed in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And so it was after that early 80s, it may even before, but in terms of the, when we were alive and when we were aware of things, it's in that early to mid 80s range where we learned that John Wayne Gacy had dressed up as a clown for what's the term I'm looking for? Like fundraiser events or for yeah, for, he was uh, he was Pogo the clown. Think about that. And uh, he uh, he was, uh, so John Wayne Gacy, convicted killer of convicted 
killer of 33 men. 33 Probably people. more. Tons more. Um, he dressed up as Pogo the Clown for children's parties, parades, and fundraising events. So a lot of people, I, th- I think he was a convicted felon when he was doing it, but I'm not, I mean, I don't know if there was an extensive background check system for clowns the back then. You know, I mean, like it was, it was pretty much a, a individual enterprise, right? You know, like they weren't hiring you for like a clown service. Exactly. Really? I mean, did they? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I guess I didn't look into, into, uh, into a clown for hire nearly as well as I should have, but, but yeah, so like. He was he was a guy who dressed up like a clown and murdered people. So that kind of got conflated together that he was a killer clown, when in fact I don't think he I don't think he he, he, kill, he didn't kill him dressed as, as a clown. A clown. No. That was just, but it, it was added like, to that. He was a he was a killer and his hobby was clowning. Clowning, so, so it adds to the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, it adds. Will. Yeah, exactly. So and then like some other clowns, I just want to mention. Um, uh, mentioned Krusty the Clown. Which we've uh, heard about since our jazz singer episode. Dear to, yeah, our heart. Bozo the Clown, who I mentioned, I used to watch him on WGN every morning. Um, cool. I mean, we are from Milwaukee, but I had cable. We had so cable, it's just Chicago yeah. Station, exactly. Yep. Uh, uh, Weary Willie, he was a hobo clown, apparently. Uh, okay, Pat- that just sounds terrible. Weary Willie, what kind of name is Weary that for a clown? And again, he was people, a hobo. it's a hobo. Ugh, forget <laughs> it. Um, Patch Adams, uh, he was... I think he they made a movie about him, right? With, Robin Williams, Robin right? Williams, it's right? about some like, doctor who acts like a clown. I wouldn't like that shit. I'm sorry. I, well, that, that, that falls under... There is, so I was looking into clowning, and uh, there's a website... There's an association called the World Clown Association, and they have these things... It, Why don't a, terrorist organizations go after them? <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. Stop it. Sorry. They're trying to bring laughter to the world. Caring Clown... Uh, that's I think that's what Patch Adams was, and there's there there's a caring clown clown code of ethics, if anyone <laughs> want cares to see. I don't go to people. the website. <coughs> I'm gonna, I'll post. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna post them on the sources blog for this episode. But, um, yeah. So, and then there's uh, Joseph Grimaldi, who I who I mentioned, uh, Ronald, when Ronald McDonald, Pennywise, and then Pogo the clown. Pennywise from It, by the way. And a little bit more about the yeah from It. A little bit more about the World Clown Association. It was established in 1982. Uh, gives advice on creating uh, puns, magic, jokes, uh, makeup, and what to inclo- include on a clown business card. Wait, wait, so, wait. 1982. So all kinds of shit was happening in 1982 that we were, that we are well aware of, considering Brazil and baseball. And yeah, the but, creation yeah, of this terrible so organization. No, 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 no. Uh, not terrible. So... Just, just some advice out there. If you are afraid of clowns, just know that a reputable clown always carries a business card. So if you see a clown just walking down the street and you're like pissing your pants, just and he approaches you, be like, trying to hit him, you know, or trying to run. You don't, don't immediately like try to get into beatdown mode on the clown, right? Or Find like club him to death. If he's got a card, take the card, say you thank you, and go about you your business. Trust him. Yeah. Mm. Hey. Mm. Always trust a clown who's got a business card. So that's that's what I say, but so I guess do we want to get into a little bit behind the actual the fear of clowns? Absolutely, what absolutely. We're, so I found this article uh, uh, written by Dr. Dina Rabinowitz, a name that we're uh, familiar with from the jazz singer. Jackie also, Rabinowitz, yes. Uh, she's a clinical psychologist. So there's a technical term. It's called 
Polrophobia, which is uh, the fear of clowns, but it, it's not it's not listed in the DSM five, which is basically it's the stands for the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, um, and it's published by the American Psychiatric Association. Um, it's not in there, but it is the fear of clowns is kind of lumped under a pediatric phobia of costume characters because if you think about it, they are costume characters, and if you see them out of place. They they can be kind of creepy. Uh, clowns don't have facial expressions, so that that kind of falls into why she f feels people are uh, um, afraid of them. Uh, seeing clowns out of place is frightening. Like seeing most things out of place is frightening, right? Yes, not frightening, but it's just kind of jarring. Nope. Um, a clown out of place is like like if you just seen a, a clown walking down the street, it, it's kind of weird. You see him getting in and out of a car, it's fine. See him at a circus, it's fine. Kids party, walking down the street. You know, you know smoking run. a cigarette. Yeah, then then you're then you know. I mean, maybe ask for the business card, right? Nope. Or or check check to see if you see like a knife handle coming out of his pocket. As your son suggests. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, that's that's exactly. a thing. Exactly. Um. <coughs> so and then also people. She said people don't. People inherently don't trust other people who are always happy and laughing. Secondly, I just want to add on to that. The one little bit of research I did on what do we say it's chlorophobia. Uh, col colrophobia. Colrophobia. The, the, the article I read also suggests that, in general, humans don't like mask things, mask people, mask anything. Yeah. And since clowns clearly wear masks all the time, it, in her suggestion, Liz, or her idea was that this also leads to the fear. Yeah, I have, I have a similar, like, uh, people who wear sunglasses constantly, I find mm -hmm. creepy. Okay, make eye well, and may, may, yeah. Maybe not outside, but... Uh, Inside, or if I'm talking to someone who's wearing sunglasses, can't I, make eye contact. I'm, kind of, I'm like, I always feel like they have no soul. Like I can't. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing. I got like, you. I I got you. I'm like, well, just take them off. <laughs> Understood. Anyhow, um, that's. I don't know if there's an official phobia for that, but if there is, I have it. Um, so, get a little into 2016. So apparently, and I guess this is where I. I never really touched on um i never got into it mm -hmm. um it, it just never kind of crossed my um pop culture frame when i was a kid um so in 2016 when all these clown settings were going on i i was i was kind of i was I, I didn't really know what what the what, was what yeah exactly understood uh but apparently uh, all over the globe u.s uh, worldwide phenomena um multiple clown sightings and it, it turned into violence uh there were clowns beating people and people beating clowns yep um and then in 2016 mcdonald's decided to give uh ronald mcdonald a lower profile because of all this outrage around the globe about clowns and it seemed like it was turning into more of like a social movement rather than an actual um fear like I think people people were realizing that there was fear to be found in in dressing up like a, like a clown and just Scaring randomly people. be standing yeah. in in people you know funny or by someone's house or, or whatever. But um, and and this was really weird. I guess this just shows how like perverse of a body of people we are on on Earth. Uh, porn sites reported a huge increase in clown related porn searches in 2016. Some freaky motherfuckers out there. Yeah, Sorry for swearing on that. Jeez, and it's kind of weird. It's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I, my conscience is clean. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That sounds horrible. But 
Uh, apparently, that's what's floating people's boat in 2016. So, so yeah, I mean, clowns uh, apparently scare the shit out of some people. Well, so then, let me interject a little. Like, I think that, uh, I, I think I always, when we do research for this topic, I always find it funny how, you know, history kind of compresses itself or how certain events happen quickly and you're not really paying attention as they happen and then they're done, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this this big fear of clowns in society really starts taking place and solidifies itself during an eight-year stretch from 1982 to 1990. So I've already alluded to Poltergeist, I've alluded to It the Novel, and then John Wayne Gacy being made aware that he was a clown at some point, sure. right? So then in 1988... But I think with John Wayne Gacy, uh, what really solidified his creepiness well, was... Murder, well, his murder, but when he was on death row, he would he was painting portraits of himself as a clown. I didn't know that. Yeah. See? Uh, there you go. Apparently there's like a ton of them. But anyhow. <laughs> That's outrageous. Yeah. So, Poltergeist 82, It 1986, again, John Wayne Gacy, uh, The Killing Joke, a Batman comic book, uh, comes out in 1988, yeah. March. That was a death in the family. Another Batman uh, comic book comes out in nineteen in November of nineteen eighty-eight, and in both of these, the Joker goes wild. He's no longer the same Joker that people know about. So most people yeah. know about the Joker since nineteen uh, sixty-six, nineteen sixty-eight. Cesar Romero's Joker from the Batman show. Yeah, right? he's just like a it's funny. He's a criminal who, yeah, who's kind of a goofball. Like, like the. When you say the term, he's a clown, you mean he's kind of a goofy guy, right? Yep. That's what he was. He was, he was kind of like a goofball. Wouldn't even shave his mustache off for the... Sure, right? For, yeah, Cesar Romero. Because like, if you look real close, he's, you can see the mustache under the white really? makeup. But That's anyhow. funny. And so, uh, so, two, or, so there are two instances in the comic book world, which will eventually become influential, let's be honest. Like, especially in this day and age where there's nothing but superhero movies all over the place. In this time, the Joker changed from being the Joker that he was to now a maniacal, murderous clown. Yes. For sure. Uh, in 1988, another movie I think you alluded to earlier, Killer Clowns from Space comes out. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. From outer Space. I, I, I owned the DVD and I had to, and maybe that's where my kids saw it. Where clowns it's like, but those clowns were I have the DVD. We ever, I've never, they've never seen it, but they've seen, they've seen the cover of it. And I, at the other, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a couple of months ago, I had to, I had to hide it. Because they would look at it and they'd be like, "What is this?" I'd be like, uh, what you do? They, "They're just—they're really creepy clowns from space, and they throw really hot pies at people. Exactly, kill them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love the movie. It I thought it was great. Hell. Yeah, uh, dumb as hell, but it's so that was 1988. Fantastic. In 1989, uh, Batman starring Michael Keaton comes out. Jack Nicholson portrays a Joker, and again, we've gone from Cesar Romero's Joker to this kind of killer clown in the comic books to now Jack Nicholson's iconic performance. He was awesome as a Joker, like. I know everybody loves Heath Ledger. I think Heath Ledger's the best Joker also, but I don't think it's some sort of blowout. I think they both have really good yeah. uh, qualities as a Joker, right? Sure. And so, again, we now have the Joker in that movie killing people, you know, like being a murderous clown as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krusty the Clown appears in 1989 when, when The Simpsons come out, and it, the movie, it was a miniseries, is released in 1990. So I think in eight years, you have all this stuff happening that's not portraying clowns very good, and the way that people consume entertainment in those eight years changes considerably right from cable tv to whatever yeah. you can you can buy vhs and you can do all kinds of stuff that you weren't able to do prior to this so i think this is starts laying into some of the a groundwork for us to why people think clowns are scary uh continuing in 1995 sony playstation releases twisted metal which was their big game 
and the I, main yeah. character was a killer clown. That's right. I we we played the hell out of that I, game. I remember spending many sleepless nights <laughs> playing that game. But in two thousand four, Saw comes out again. A clown. I I've, I've only seen that movie once, but it spawned an entire <laughs> franchise of movies where this clown-like figure is apparently responsible for all kinds of gruesome type deaths. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, not watch the movie I mean, uh, he 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 doesn't kill anyone. I think. Ah, but he sets them up to die, right, or some shit. I don't know. Uh, he like he like keeps them. He puts them in the places. Yeah, he like sets them up to die. I, Regardless, every time you see a picture of Saw, stupid ass movie. All man. you do is you see a picture of a clown, right? Oh yeah, and oddly enough, there's a commercial for Jigsaw, which I think is a con- continuing part continuing of the franchise. Part. But again, so clowns are are, are there, right? Uh, Full disclosure: We're watching the Bucks game as we're recording this. But anyhow, The Dark Knight, two thousand eight, uh, Heath Ledger put us on the iconic performance of the Joker. Also, not he, he's essentially a crazy clown as well in the, in the show. He's trying to yeah light the world on fire. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in twenty fifteen, uh, American Horror Story Freak Show comes out. Uh, I, you don't watch that show. No. I watch that show. The main bad guy in that series, not the main guy, bad guy. One of the main bad guys was a frightening clown. Uh, were you able to handle it? I I. Yeah, I watched it. Whatever. It was good. It was kind of scary. 2016, Suicide Squad. Yet another pro- actor, Jared Leto, uh, performs as the Joker. And in this song, yeah. he's also a more maniacal, depraved, crazy-ass yeah. clown, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got got all the stupid-ass tattoos on him. <laughs> and to your point... I saw a guy that had, had, had the word damage tattooed on his forehead in, like, perfect script. Perfect. Like, the, the calligraphy that my fourth-grade teacher would write in, I'd be like, what? Hey, hey. Uh, I, I, okay. That's smart. Like, I'm not too scared, but... Ugh, but Silly, get out of here. And then lastly, to your point, uh, clowns started freaking people out in 2016. I actually heard a story of like one clown yeah. being arrested for actually chasing someone and like like in front of yeah. a cop. And a I cop think there's a lot of disinformation, too. Like, I, I just saw on Facebook about... Uh, there was a story about a clown in a in a, in a haunted house. He, he got killed 18 people, and people were walking through the haunted house, and they thought, like... They didn't realize that it was they were dead people. They thought it was just part of the haunted house until like one guy was like, "Help me! The this, clown is murdering all of us." Does this end up being real or just? Fake oh, news it was fake fucking news? Facebook. Yeah, of None of that shit on Facebook's real. Anyhow, except shit that uh, alternative <laughs> history puts on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. That's, That's just real. all real. That's nothing but the real. And um, so, and so, I would say almost you know, from 1982 to 2016, almost 20, almost 30 years of just like. Nothing good about clowns. Yes, you have Patch Adams and you have a couple of things like that that are okay about clowns. Yeah. But I think that there has been a consistent just proliferation of yeah, evil clowns and thus playing into the why people are scared of clowns. Sure, yeah. But, you know, and, and I think I did. I, 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 took, I took a look into the evil clown archetype. Mm-hmm. And um, it goes a little further back than that. It actually go, it goes back to the... Early 1800s with uh, Joseph Grimaldi, as uh, we mentioned him before. So his clown Joey, very he, creative uh, name by the way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know <laughs> Joseph and Joey. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> Joey for short. So uh, we said he helped define the modern clown. He was like one of the first ones to put use the white face paint. Um, but apparently his life was rather tragic. Uh, he had a like a really shitty father. Ter- Tyrannical is what he was referred to as. Um, his wife died in childbirth, and the child that she bore was a son who ended up growing up to become an alcoholic clown who drank himself to death. 
And uh, he was in constant, uh, this was uh, Joey the Clown, Joseph Grimaldi. He was in constant physical pain because of all his clown antics. So apparently when he died, uh, Charles uh, Dickens, he, he edited his memoirs. And in, in the editing process, he kind of turned him into a tragic figure, someone who was literally killing himself to make people laugh. So there was, he, he, he kind of played up the, the scary dark side of, of, of the clown, the, you know, the tragic figure, the, and I mean, you see that with like comedians nowadays, but you know, there's, they're laughing on the outside, but crying on the inside kind of deal. Or like hating on themselves. And, uh, yeah. Or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and that he basically made it seem like there's something sinister going on behind the mask. Um, and some claim that, that Charles Dickens may have invented the, the scary clown archetype, archetype the okay. evil clown archetype. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe wrote a story, I forget exactly when it was, but it was called Hop Frog, and I actually have uh, a, a Edgar Allan Poe collection, and I read it last night, and it's basically a, a, a court jester, uh, he's a dwarf, and him and his, his, his girl, who's also a dwarf, they get, they get basically kidnapped from their town and given to the king as, as a prize, right, and he's, he's constantly humiliated by the king. And at one point, he basically has enough. So when the king and his ministers are demanding that this uh, clown, that his, or this uh, jester, his name, his, his name is Hop Frog because he's got a, uh, he's apparently got mangled legs or whatever. So he, so when he, when he, when he moves, he kind of hops like a frog. <laughs> Hence the name Hop Frog. Hop frog. Very, very <laughs> original, also. Yes. So. I don't know. Somehow he tricks the king and, and his ministers to dress up like orangutans and chain themselves up so they can freak out all these par- people at this masquerade party that the king's throwing. Freaking out squares. So he ends up getting the them to get like tangled into the uh, uh, candelabra and uh, pulls them up in the air slightly and then starts them on fire and burns them to a crisp. It's a clown for you. And then him and him and his girl disappear. They, they disappear sure. and live happily yeah. ever after. So that kind of fed into the the killer clown uh, uh, mythos. Uh, there's this guy named Jean Gaspard de Bureau, uh Pirio. That's cl- pretty good, Brian. That's yeah, pretty good. Right? That's pretty good. Yeah, shit. <laughs> uh, the guy was a clown and a mime um, in in 1830, and I, clearly he's from France, French. Uh, French. Mimes suck too, by the way. Yeah, mimes are. I find mimes creepy it's just because they don't talk. <laughs> it's, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, in 1836, he uh, he killed a boy with his cane for taunting him. Um, he ended up getting acquitted, and but that f- still fed into the killer clown mythos, kind of like with uh, John Wayne Gacy. I don't think he was dressed up like a clown when he was doing it, but they kind of get they they conflate the two. So there, so yeah. that that mm-hmm. that happened. And then uh, eight, 1892, an Italian opera called Pegla- Peg- Pegliasi Pegliasi. I'm, that's what I'm going to stick with. It means clown in Italian. In Spanish, the word is payaso, so I bet you it's like pagliasi, like okay. he's saying. It's pretty close. So it means clown, and the main character uh, is a, he's a clown who kills his cheating wife. Well, so, yeah, so, I mean, it, clowns have had a, a dark... I was going to say, it sounds like what you're saying is that... a dark history, like... It, I don't, I don't know, I'm not necessarily going to go ahead and say that they were started out as a dark character, but... it. They kind of had a, 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 a darkness 
to to them. I mean, inherently, it seems. It sounds like what you stated was that before the 1830s, clowns were all right. Everything was not too terrible. And yeah. then after the 1830s, with the exception of a handful of things, clowns have been shitty. Just murderous killers. Yeah, I don't period. know how much like written history there is about, you know, clowns in the, you know, ancient Egypt or, you know, Rome. Before the 1830s, I understood. Yeah, right, I right. mean, I, we, we all have the image of the court jester. Yep, yep. And that's kind of, I mean, if you think of a, of a, of a jester, you, know, you don't think of someone who's, you know, on the up and up. They seem, they got a creepy vibe to them, right? right? Yeah, I mean, tell jokes or whatever, yeah. yeah. I mean, not to tell jokes and, are bad, but I'm saying, I hear what you're saying. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of surprised to find out all this when I was um, uh, researching clowns because I always had the you know the goofy Ronald McDonald bozo the clown. Let me go back to that image. Let me go back to Ronald McDonald. I bet you. So we said ninety six percent of children uh, can recognize him, and you say you got phased out uh, in twenty sixteen. Uh, you could almost argue that Ronald McDonald is the face of diabetes, obesity, and heart disease. You know what I mean? So essentially, he is the biggest killer clown in the world. And nobody really knows it. That's probably why yeah, they got rid of him. Just I mean, know. he's not making you eat there four times a day. But <laughs> moderation. I mean, I'm assuming clowns, you know, if you, have, if you walked up to a clown, you'd be like, hey, clown, what do you feel about moderation? If... He probably wouldn't take the knife out of his pocket and stab you, right? <laughs> you know, you'd already be dead. You'd just be thinking that you're having a conversation with him. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like already in the afterlife. You'd be on the ground. You know what I mean? That's what would happen. <laughs> and you'd just be looking at yourself on the ground. You'd be, you'd be your, go, your ghost, you'd be like uh, uh, Cantor Rabinowitz. Yes. While the clown's, over while the the clown's clown, dancing like, and cackling over your dead body. You this know clown what I mean? just killed me. Hey, clown. What so, are your feelings about eating at McDonald's four times a day? He won't answer you because you'll be dead. So don't yeah. go talk to clowns at all is what I recommend. Man, what, like I said, if clowns, just find out if they got a business card. If you see the hilt of a knife coming out of a pocket, yeah, run, right? Go talk to them at, your, holding at your own, what's the term, at your own risk, if you will. I don't think clowns are nearly as stabby as people think they are. Ask your son. Yeah, he's never been stabbed by a clown. Well, so I think, I think we've... We've, we've, we've talked about clowns as much as we're going to talk about, right? Like, I think we've, we've gotten to the point. Do you have any more? Uh, no, not really. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, the Halloween movie. That's oh. uh, one of my favorite horror movies. Mm. Uh, Michael Myers, he's, he look, he's got, you know, the what's apparently William, William Shatner's, Shatner's yep. pale face yes. on him, which yeah. is creepy enough. But uh, his first kill, he's dressed as a clown for Halloween. See, there you go. I went as a clown for Halloween. I didn't kill anyone. My mother dressed me as a clown as I, when I was three years old. So when she recently found out I was scared of clowns, she couldn't believe it. She she was not aware that of my whole like you know nineteen and my whole experience basically from the eighties on to now that I hated clowns because she was holding on to this wonderful costume picture image of me as a three year old clown. But no, I don't like clowns. And uh, and and another thing, uh, your brother was mentioning to me. Uh, there, apparently, there's this bar called Dale's. On 72nd and Capitol in Milwaukee. Hmm. Um, giving them free advertisement here. But apparently they have, not that all eight people that are listening to this, <laughs> if you hear of Dale's or heard of Dale's. Go get a beer there. Go get a beer. Or I think they serve a mean bowl of chili from what I understand. But uh, they uh, apparently they have a lot of clown memorabilia 
Oh, that place sounds bar. like it's good like to get burned down. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to go there. Like, what the hell that place? <laughs> so I don't know, like, how your bar gets filled with clown memorabilia, but, you know, uh, go to Dale's and find out, I right? Bet you, I bet you go there and you find a whole bunch of dead bodies in the basement and all kinds of shit. Please. Like, I'm not, I ain't going there. So there we have it, right? So the thesis was, you say clowns are not scary. I say clowns yeah. are scary. Well, one other thing I, I oh, would sorry. I would like I mean, to, to, to bring up, and, and this is just how the word clown is used in hmm. in modern society right so when i say you're a clown right what what, what does that bring to mind like, I'm, like either i'm funny or i'm not like i'm really not that yeah funny, so right? yeah or like yeah you're being a clown exactly the guy's a clown uh class clown um what am I, all funny those, like a clown he doesn't say it like a clown does he that's what that's what he says in goodfellas oh yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah oh yeah yeah you're right yeah, I'm sorry. No, well, edit that part out. He was. I didn't. I didn't say he was right. <laughs> so but yes. uh, so yeah. See, when so, you put it that way, the, the, those like, those those that's how we. Yeah, like if I call you a clown, I don't mean that you're some killer clown, exactly. murderous clown that probably has a knife in his pocket. Agreed. Well, I know? understand that. So like it it doesn't it doesn't mean the word itself clown doesn't bring to mind bad like murdering. So how that got conflated with like killing I, mean, I think you already explained it, it from it, the it seems like on. it's more of a fad right now than an actual thing like the word because i mean we don't we don't use the word clown in that way yet maybe we will i don't know maybe it'll change after this everyone will start being like what's up clown and then get stabbed i don't think that's going to happen but yes i, I see what you're I'm saying, saying. Like, you never I know you. so yeah so I guess we uh, wrap it up. I think we kind of know where you stand on this, but if you would like to make Clowns any, do not get an alternative history. They are scary. Avoid them at all costs, at all time, at all any way you can. Yeah. So here's where where I'm coming down on this. Personally, I don't think clowns are scary. Like they don't. If I saw a clown on the street, I would I'd just be I'd be like, hey, maybe maybe his car broke down or something. I don't know. If I saw a clown on the street with a with a knife peering in people's windows, then I might get a little, you know, suspect. Maybe. But clowns to me aren't, aren't scary. But are clowns scary? I think everything that I found showed that they have some kind of, like, weird, demented kind of vibe to them, some right? darkness, right? Like and it seems that only recently, since, like, the 50s and 60s, that they became more aimed at children. Like, I don't think they were... Nothing in the research that I found showed that they were for kids. That's a good point. You're right, because it's your like, point. They were, Crossing like, Clown hosted they were cartoon to, show for kids. Yeah. Bozo was hosting cartoon shows for kids yeah. on WGN. And, and, yeah. and it, like, the pygmy clowns in Egypt were to entertain the pharaohs. I mean, sometimes the pharaohs were the pharaoh kids, were but, kids yes. but uh, mainly they were probably adults. Uh, in Native American cultures, it, it seemed like they were used in adult rituals, um, a court Jesters were probably were used to entertain the king, who mostly were, was probably adults, and his court were probably adult. Uh, Joseph Grimaldi, uh, I believe he played to, to large crowds in, in London. I think I don't know if I got the stat right, but I think it said at one point they said like one eighth of London had seen him on stage. Jeez. Um, so obviously adults were going to his show, you know. So our clowns scary. I I think I'm gonna have to say. Our clowns are clowns not scary. I'm gonna have to say uh, no. They are scary. Like that's how they were designed, not to be 
like f like murderous, but I mean, there's there's a there's a, there's some you know. There are elements of them that yeah. are scary, no matter what. Like, yeah. Like, you, yeah. Like, like, it goes back to, like I said, people don't like things in masks. And these things just walk around in masks all the time. There's a creepiness, like, vibe to them that, that I think was originally there. And it kind of, it kind of tried to take it out with them acting as what, what we call being a clown. For children. Silly too. and funny and goofy. And, and now it seems like those scary parts are the ones that are most... Focus upon most heightened, and thus I think it also leads to why people are so scared of clowns. Yeah, I yeah. think you know. I mean, what's, I, I mean, what's a little kid gonna say? A clown has a knife in his pocket for like. Yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, how, like, why does like I, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand it, but, why but, he thinks. But he and I were like, clowns yeah, like, <laughs> like he, 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 and he, kids, they take shit like that serious, right? Like for him to tell me that he thinks a clown. Mike could, like he wasn't he didn't look like he was joking. He wasn't joking. He was serious. When I talked to him, he was straight up. Like, you know, that was no joke. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, so that, that was a little a little off putting, but I'm gonna try to influence him to see that clowns aren't murderous, you know, knife wielding maniacs, but you know, and maybe I'll fail as I have at several other things, parenting wise. <laughs> You're doing but, a good job. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Brian Brought the thesis, thinking that clowns were not scary. He proved himself wrong. Says they are scary. I, I already knew they're scary. Uh, I, no, no, I, they're not scary. But I think they, they have a scariness to them. But enough, I don't think they're scary. Not that you're not going to give them an alternative history. No. Yes. All right. So there you clowns go. Are, clowns are creepy. Clowns are scary. Clowns, let, clowns carry knives. Let us know what you think. Are clowns scary or are they not scary? Remember, you can reach us everywhere nowadays. Yeah. Uh, iTunes. You can find us. Uh, Google Play. You can. Uh, interact with us directly at our uh, email, uh, alternative history podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us um, on Twitter at alternative history at alt history PC. On Google Play, please subscribe, and on iTunes, please rate and comment. It yeah, helps an awful yeah, lot. Let us know what you think. Um, I, like Rod always says, do we suck? Can we get better? Does my voice make you want to pull your hair out? Let us know. Yeah. Please reach out to us. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.